Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. When uh, writing a web application, there's a lot of layers we deal with. And um, we work a lot with Laravel teams and mm -hmm. uh, people that identify as Laravel developers. And so a lot of times, like that's the focus, Laravel. That's that's where we're, that's the sort of the abstraction layer we're working at uh, sure. when writing features. Now, obviously, uh, Laravel isn't a programming language, so it's it's built with PHP. So that's another abstraction layer, if you will, that uh, we often think about. But I just thought maybe if we could today kind of talk about the intersection of those two things and and why it's beneficial even if most of the time we're thinking sort of in Laravel terms, like where are the benefits that would uh, come to us if we, or what would be the advantage of maybe fine tuning some of our PHP skills and uh, thinking just in general PHP terms, even when we are building a Laravel application? Well, I mean, there's some obvious answers like, um, well, if you, if you take over an old PHP application and you want to convert it to Laravel, you kind of have to know PHP, you know, the yeah. underlying PHP a little bit better because you're going to see things and, and yeah, maybe you might click through some stuff, but the idea that you would discover everything by not reading the code or not understanding the core PHP is, is pretty silly. Right. right. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that's some of the more obvious, but, but I think that there is, there's a whole um, layer and level, like you've been talking about of underlying PHP related um, functionality that can actually help Laravel applications be more, you know, beautiful and more put together nicely and have great architecture as well. And 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 I, I come with that from like two different points of view. So first of all, Laravel itself is is some abstraction around PHP. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the underlying code, there's a lot of good usage of various features in PHP. And that have maybe been bundled together to make it easier and faster for us to, to use them. So yeah. instead of having to call 12 methods chained onto each other, there might be some sort of, you know, facade built into Laravel that allows you to do a couple of things or configure it in, in the most common ways. Um, and so already the, the thing that, you know, you're using that you like, the, the authors of that have really delved in to understand how PHP works. But I think there's other levels too. You know, there are some choices and some things that you get to make outside of the whole Laravel um, way of doing something or the whole ecosystem. And I'll give you one example because I think I'm being kind of abstract yet. So uh, for example, you have to um, combine maybe three or four static strings and then three or four different variables. There's a, there's a number of ways to do that. And, and that's not really defined by Laravel. Um, it's just a thing that happens in PHP. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, when combining a bunch of things, it can get hard to read or to hard to follow. So uh, you could, you know, have single quoted text followed by, you know, a dot and then a variable and then a dot to more, you know, text. And, and you can build together this chained long thing. You could um, use double quotes and then um, put in variables inside of, of there, um, depending on how it's put together. You might use, what are, the, what are those little squigglies called? Braces. Marks. Yeah, braces. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I'm a, prof I'm a professional programmer. I use squigglies. <laughs> it's right next um, to the squiggly key on the keyboard. Yeah. You, you have to use that or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or there's a number of other things too. Like um, what if I, you know, 
wanted to pad a certain number. So I always wanted to have a bunch of digits, you know, so then when I combine that, I have to do some more math, logic, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, as, as you dig into PHP, you might find something called the um, sprint F, S print F, um, which is basically string print F. Um, and it allows you to define a pattern uh, uh, that is combined with both, you know, standard words, letters, whatever you're trying to do, as well as symbols, usually starting mm-hmm. with percent, like percent S is for string, percent D for digit, et cetera. And, and you can then define in there, like, kind of like a, a, a template, almost think of it as like a little mini blade file where you put together your, <laughs> your very long string with all these little pattern markers in there. And then after that, you just put in all the variables in the same order as the pattern appeared. And there you go. And, and then learning what sprint F is, is can actually help you make better, higher, you know, higher quality, better looking, more easy to read uh, code. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, if I, I would imagine, I don't know, I didn't look at this, but if you look in the docs for, how are we pronouncing it? Sprint F? Well, that's how I call it. I don't know. Sprint F. Like this isn't a radically new feature only available in PHP 8. I mean, like this is a core thing that's been in there since the beginning, but it's yeah. also a really powerful tool. I mean, it's it's um, got a lot of different options you can pass and works different ways. But to your point, it does make it more readable. And I like how you connected it, you know, since we're talking about like the intersection of, of PHP and Laravel, you connected it to something we're familiar with, like blade view templates, like those aren't scary. Like we, we know how those work mm-hmm. and there's tokens right. and substitutions. So sprint F is the same thing. And um, I, I agree that that would be a nice example of how to make something more readable, maybe even easier to maintain without a whole lot of temporary variables and all these different things in mm-hmm. between. One, one thing that I, I find with uh, this, this discussion is sometimes I guess there's this misconception and, and I don't know, maybe even has sparked an occasional Twitter argument, but like this, this idea, like, well, I do Laravel, not PHP. It's like, well, they, they're the same thing. I mean, Laravel right. is PHP. It's not this separate thing, but I, I think what sometimes people that make those statements, what they really mean is maybe there's not a clear line in their mind as to where does this functionality come from? Is this PHP code I'm writing? I mean, it's all PHP code, but is, is it something I'd find in the PHP manual? Or is this something like a helper that I would find in the Laravel manual? And that's kind of where sometimes that line is a little blurry. And mm-hmm. if if um, if you're trying to figure out how to do something and the only place you look is the Laravel manual or the documentation, you might be missing out on, on quite a lot of other helpful utilities um, that are just in PHP itself. So that's, that's, that's something I would keep in mind too, to your point about Sprint F. That's not going to be in... There's not going to be a page in the Laravel docs under string helpers about have you considered Sprint F? It's something you'd sort of have to know from your own study of, of PHP. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think there is some overlap too in some of those areas where I think about um, validation. Mm-hmm. And one of the validation rules is a regex. And it says, or you can say regex and followed by this. And, yep. and, and, and so, I mean, it's leading you down the path of, oh, PHP has the avail- availability to process regex, but it doesn't go on much beyond that. And so then you have to open up the PHP manual and kind of look at how regex works. Um, you know, the, then the various different matching tools and all that kind of stuff, uh, which is pretty interesting when you think about it, because you talk about layers, we're then talking about Laravel 
um, has a layer on top of PHP, which PHP then has a, a layer on top of the regex processing engine. I mean, <laughs> sure, regex, right. it, regex is not a PHP thing. PHP yeah. happens to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but along those same lines, even, even as simple as like understanding how regexes work or whatever, you know, that's one more that I think a lot of people find scary. But it's just like everything else where you just spend, you know, spend a little time or, or dedicate yourself a day and say, today, I'm going to just learn about regex. I'm going to read a bunch. And I'm not going to understand half of it. And that's okay. And, and yeah. then, you know, and then, so when you bump into those things again, your brain will have that context of it, you know, um, uh, and be able to apply it. Yeah. The, um, that, that idea about taking a day and learning it, I, I'll put a, a link to this in our show notes for this episode, but I, I found a really cool, almost like a game. I think it was in the form of a crossword puzzle or something that gradually taught you different regular expression syntax, because it's one of those things, if you don't use it regularly, like it, 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 it looks like a catwalk to cross your keyboard, <laughs> these backslashes mm-hmm. and symbols right. and things. But if you just pause, like even knowing just 10% of what regular expressions can do, I think will get you a long way. Uh, like, like you mentioned in validation rules, or if you're using a routing or other, other different places. So yeah, definitely a good tip. Another, another one of these sort of different levels and layers and things is I think as a developer, you're responsible for understanding which choice is maybe the best choice or which tool set is kind of the best tool set to do something. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to do everything in Laravel and only with Laravel functions, if that's the most efficient way. Sometimes you might have to go out of your way um, to do to use those tools though, when maybe there's something else built in to the underlying language that uh, can kind of help you out. And then, you know, again, like a lot of those things are combined too. And one example I'll give is, is the um, standard PHP library or SPL. Uh, that has a lot of different functionality built into it that goes a little bit beyond PHP to augment it. Um, like you have the uh, um, iterator and you have the recursive iterator and you have the array mm-hmm. object and you have all these different things. Mm-hmm. And you could say, yeah, I can use collections for that. And that's cool. And sometimes you're going to use collections for things and collections underneath are maybe actually implementing some of these things. Another thing I think about is like the directory iterator and the recursive directory iterator and being able to filter that sort of way. And yeah, we do have the file system, you know, functionality. Um, but what if you're, you know, looking at a local file system and you have to do some really complex, you know, um, uh, delving down deep into multiple different, you know, um, directories and, and stuff like that. It may, it may make more sense to actually use one of these tools that was specifically built just for that one sort of thing. It's, 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 it's not the abstract, you know, so if you're using like the storage mechanism or whatever, it's an abstracted way and it handles everything kind of the same. But in this one case, if you understood, you know, your use case, it might be that this other tooling on in, in the the other layer is more effective or more efficient or one of those things. Yeah. And, and um, so you mentioned that sometimes even the Laravel conveniences will kind of under the hood, use some of these things. And, Mm -hmm. and I've definitely found that to be true. One, one thing, like with the iterators, while you were talking, I, I pulled up the php.net page on SPL, and there are way more iterators that I remember there being, like very specific use cases of, um, of you know, ways that you could iterate over a data structure. And so, you know, not even knowing what those options are, you might be missing out on a solution to a problem that yeah, maybe you could solve it another way manually, but knowing that, for example, the no rewind iterator exists. Like, I don't know why you'd use that. I'm sure there's an awesome reason to, but but um, that's one of those things that uh, you might have to go poking around the docs a little bit just to see what's out there to have it in mind 
when you come across a problem where that, that might be the right tool to use to uh, solve the problem at hand. Yeah, I, I think the thing is when we say we're Laravel developers, we do, we do mean we're programming PHP, but mm-hmm. we're utilizing Laravel to save time, to organize, to do these different things. Um, and, and I think that's even going full circle, even to some of those things you mentioned on Twitter, when people say they're Laravel, you know, I'm a Laravel dev, why would I need to know PHP? What, what, what maybe the conversation should be is I stretch and I use Laravel to the best of its abilities to save me time. So I focus maybe on there first before I think about PHP or, or vice versa. And, but, but as we've kind of demonstrated, there's reasons to dig in past just the Laravel layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and um, you know, the other argument I hear, which I don't agree with is, oh, this, that person only knows Laravel. They don't know PHP. Well, that's impossible, right? You can't possibly <laughs> be a Laravel developer without knowing PHP. So I, I think it's a great entry point to the language. It, it gets you going, it gets you productive. And honestly, there's things I've learned about PHP just by looking at Laravel source code or documentation. And uh, so it, it, it's a, it's a two-way street. The, the two uh, benefit each other. So yeah, I think, I think it's good to know both for sure. I thought I was wrapping up the episode, but apparently Joel wants to have the last word. No, he doesn't. I want to ask you, Aaron, if uh, there's something you can relate to from your school age years. I something I was discussing with my family last night and uh, both myself, my wife, my uh, adult son, they all could relate to this. And it's this uh, peculiar form of, I guess for me and maybe most people, embarrassment at um, having to try to do a pull-up in front of a group of people. So I'll paint a picture. Um, it's gym class, maybe it's middle school, maybe it's high school. And uh, you know, normally you're doing sports-related things, you're running, you're playing baseball. Volleyball. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but then like one day randomly, we're going to line up and we're going to see if you can do a pull up and how many you can do. And everybody's going to watch you try to do that. Um, maybe you have to climb a rope. Maybe you have to jump rope, like just these random skills that you're being tested at. And I'll be honest, like I could not do <laughs> pull ups. Um, I don't think most of the people in my class could do pull ups. And we certainly never had a unit in gym class training us how to do pull-ups like maybe exercises you could do or muscles you could strengthen or techniques like no it's just like show up how many can you do oh zero again joel zero can you relate to any of this Aaron? yeah don't get me started okay (laughs) here's the deal okay i've i've always been a a little bit of a round child when i was younger my parents (laughs) decided that they would call me buddha that was great. And then you can just pretty much assume that uh, imagine, a, a, you know, a baby roundness just never going away. So I was never, never really good. I mean, I played some volleyball. That's where I remember. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, just one day they're like, oh, cool. So you're already feeling kind of bad about your life because you're a teenager now and everything's all weird and whatever. And then there's this really, you know, really strong kids that are in gym class, you know, just showing off. And, and by the way, that kid now he pumps gas. I know it's a joke, but it really happened i i that one kid he he could climb the rope great now he just pumps gas at my local uh basically where i grew up 
Well, anyway, they're like, oh, let's all line up. And everyone's like, oh, well, I did one or two. And even girls are doing one or two. And then I, I go there and I joke, can I do the, the bent arm hang? And they're like, ha no. And I'm like, oh, I can't do one. And they're like, well, try. I'm like, I don't need to try. I know I can't. And they're like, well, just give it a try. You know, so you go up there and then everyone's looking and you're just like, I guess I'll just hang here like a tea bag. I, I just don't know what you want from me, you know? So I, I like, I hang like just a really fat, juicy grape um, and just kind of just sit there. And then they're like, oh, I guess, you, I mean, aren't you trying? Yeah, I'm trying. Or then they said, get on the rope. And they're like, oh, climb up the rope. I'm holding onto the rope. I got my legs kind of like clamped up and they're like why don't you pull up i'm like i am pulling up i guarantee you i'm pulling as hard as i can the fact yep. that i'm not moving doesn't mean that i'm not pulling oh it drives me nuts and i just want to thank our presidents for that because if i you, want if, to name which president put this in <laughs> we'll have to look but if, if you didn't know it was it's something especially maybe for our, our listeners across the, the world too um there is something called the presidential president's fitness test and that's what this was it was like yeah. can you do like 50 setups in a minute and can you do i'm like no and this was back in the um 19 um where <laughs> people were, were more fit and i still couldn't do it mm. just thank you for bringing that up joel um i, I feel like i touched a nerve here oh it's really <laughs> it's all right here now it's all right here there are no pull-ups on this podcast yeah well you know as i got older um, you know, I became a little bit more healthy where I bent up a personal trainer and everything. Um, still, still can't do pull up. So earlier today, Joel and I were self Googling our podcast and found we're really not in the top rankings of Google. Can you help share our episodes around with uh, your fellow devs? Give us a rating in your podcast player or subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And that way, next time we do a Google search, we won't feel quite so bad.